Hello, and welcome to the Modern Maker podcast for Saturday, June 17th, 2017, otherwise known as Eat Your Vegetables Day. Mike? That's a good one. I've been doing veggies. it. Been doing I've it been every doing day? it a lot lately. Yeah, because you today? know why? Especially today. I've been killing them green smoothies. Oh, and you know how last <laughs> time you were kind of getting on me? Day. You were getting on me about my weight a little bit? Oh, yeah. I was wrong. I'm down to 188 now. Woo. So and what'd you start out. off at? One, oh, two, no, 218. 218. So 30 pounds. That's 30 pounds. And what was your goal? 185. So I'm almost oh, there. Oh, man. Yeah. You eat I know. Two more little bushels of broccoli and fire a couple out, you'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah so uh as you guys have probably noticed no uh no ben here right now and this is just the intro to the weekend show what we're actually going to do today is a little interview that i did with evan and caitlin from the channel evan and caitlin evan and caitlin yep so we figured we'd just uh riff a little bit here me and mike and then we'll we'll throw it over to that so what do you got planned for this weekend mike this weekend, I think there's a possibility of a couple of things. I guess it depends on how the rest of my week goes from this point on. Mm-hmm. I could either be de- demolishing. I was going to say demolitioning. That's not a word. <laughs> Starting a demo on a bathroom remodel. Uh, I'm going to do a video on that. I think it'll be really cool. I've got the idea to do a video called, you know, title will be along the lines of DIY bathroom remodel or update under yes. $500. Who's and I thought about doing that, uh, the house that I'm renting from. My okay. buddy owns the house. I rent from him. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we're going to do the bathroom there. It's a pretty simple thing. It's mostly cosmetic stuff. Uh-huh. So it should be fun. Uh, yeah, it sounds cool. I kinda, yeah, I kind of think it could be cool to do a few videos in that area, like maybe do a kitchen under $1,000 or yeah. a kitchen under however many dollars. Good way to uh, uh, kind of dip your toe in the water of that whole uh, like remodel thing that you're thinking about doing. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll see how, I guess it's a good way to exactly kind of dip the toes in and see how terrible I am at it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. See how you can budget time and money, I guess. Yeah. But one of the other cool things about that whole idea is in the bathroom, there'll be a couple small projects within that that are going to get their own projects video. So it'll be a good chance to kind of double dip on content a little bit without really making it seem double dippy because I don't want to make the remodel video 30 minutes long. Right. When there's, you know, individual projects in there that I can say, hey, if you want to see how I built this, there's a there's a dedicated video. So nice. That's probably what I'm doing this weekend. It should be fun. What are you doing? I am hopefully going to be finishing up the um, well, actually, I talked about it during the uh, during this week's episode, how I was rebuilding that coffee table, that first coffee table that I made that I had broken. Oh, so yeah. pretty much have it all done. And so what I'm going to focus on this weekend is attaching the base to the top. So it's funny because when I initially made it, it was one of those things where I had kind of like this confidence of not knowing what I didn't know as I was designing it. So kind of at at that point, you design things in a way that once you know more, you'd be like, oh, that's a dumb way to do it or that's a weird way to do it. But I want to still kind of (laughs) stick to that design because it's actually one of the sort of big design elements in it. So basically what it is, it's going to be kind of hard to describe verbally, but I'll put some pictures up on, on the uh, Instagram account so people can see what I'm talking about. But so the base attaches to the top through basically a, a floating mortise and tenon that's okay. exposed. So the two pieces don't actually meet each other. It's like the, mm, I guess it's the, like the tabletop hovers above the base exactly. a little bit. Yes. That's exactly. kind of cool. Okay. And, it, and it's at a weird angle too. So it, it's funny that that was like my first project. Like I did a lot of weird complex things that 
I had no idea what I was doing, but yeah. So I, I think like, and it's funny, the first time that I did it, it was like so gnarled up the way that I did it. And so now actually I'm going to have to look at it this weekend, but the underside of the tabletop, because I'm using the original underside, like it's really nasty looking. So I got to see where these new ones are going to hit. And if they're going to hit in that same area, then that means I'm probably going to have to like route out a bunch of material and put like inset some material so that it's like nice, oh, like basically yeah. hitting the reset button on it. backfill it almost. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I'll have to kind of backfill <laughs> it and then put in new joinery. So we'll see. Hopefully it, hopefully it hits in a different spot and then I don't have to worry about that. And then it'll just be ugly from the underside, but you'll never see the underside anyway. So no big whoop. Sounds interesting to say yeah. the least. Yeah. yeah. So this week's interview is with Evan and Caitlin. Yep. Tell us a little bit about them real quick, unless you so, go into this already as at the beginning yeah, of the interview. I'll just do it real quick because, yeah. Give we, us a we, quick intro. We yeah. jump right in. So basically, um, if you guys aren't familiar with Evan and Caitlin, they're a pretty new channel. And so that's one of the reasons that I thought it would be interesting to have them on. You know, most of the people we've interviewed so far have been pretty well established. And uh, in all likelihood, most of our listeners had probably already heard of them. So this is probably somebody that'll be new to a lot of people. This would be first exposure to them. So they've been, they've only been at it for maybe like, I don't know, three months, two months. Um, Probably, yeah. You know, they're, they're like, uh, you can tell that they came at it very seriously and, and they're really trying to do good things. And and it's, they have an interesting dynamic because it's two people. It's a girl and a guy, husband and wife. Um, I think, you know, there's a lot of potential for them out there to grow. So I just thought it'd be interesting to have them in and kind of get their early take on things. And then, you know, as they grow, maybe we talk to them again later to see how things have changed for them. Yeah, for sure. I know I'm kind of jealous that they're like a duo because that's so nice to have have someone that can run a camera when they need to. Oh, I if know, you yeah. need a Having an extra a set of hands. Moving and, shot. And somebody yeah. to talk to. I, it's, I mean, it's great <laughs> now having the podcast because I can Chris, talk to you guys Chris about. Is, yeah. It's like, I'm just so lonely all the time in my <laughs> no, shop. <laughs> no, seriously, I always, I think, I, and I say this in the podcast, but I always felt bad for my wife because like I'm talking her ear off about YouTube stuff and it's like, she's oh, probably yeah. sick of hearing this. So Yeah, she's like, to be honest, I really don't care that much about it. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm glad you're into it, but it's not really my thing. <laughs> yeah, so it's cool to have somebody that's like uh, in the trenches with you that you can talk about that stuff too. But anyway, yeah, yeah I guess we should just go ahead and jump right into the interview, so... Why Let's didn't do I it. throw it to myself? Chris, take it away. Get it, Chris. All right. I'm here with the titular Evan and Caitlin from the website and YouTube channel, Evan and Caitlin. So, Evan and Caitlin, how you guys doing? Great. Hey, we're good. Both of you good? I mean, I guess I can't speak for Evan. I'm, He's I'm miserable. <laughs> miserable. <laughs> Have you guys ever been described as titular before? No. Not that I can remember. I, I actually, I was like, can I subtly Google that without, <laughs> <laughs> without my keyboard strokes being picked up? It just up? means, uh, you know, because your guys', your guys channel's named Evan and Caitlin, so you're like the title character. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. We're, See? we're pretty self-obsessed, so obviously yeah, you guys are we full named it yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> We figured that would be the one name that we wouldn't get tired of, hopefully. Yeah. Well, if you do, we'll then always apply. You're going to have to come up with some legal stuff to change your name as well. I know, mm. yeah. It's going to be a whole to-do. <laughs> Kate and I already went through that once. Yeah, yeah, I already did that once. <laughs> oh. Don't want to do that again. Getting married, huh? Yeah. So, yeah. No, I, guess, I mean, not getting married. She had some legal problems. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was Consuela Banana Hammock before, and now I'm Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> Ran into some legal issues. So... Yeah, you guys are, you know, relatively new to the whole YouTube scene. So this probably could be the first exposure for a lot of people. So I guess why don't we start just having you guys take a minute and just describe yourselves, what you're all about, your channel. 
at least. Yeah. Well, I guess we we started our channel a couple months ago. It was end mm-hmm. of March when we started. And we've always been makers in one sense or another. Um, uh-huh. You know, we're, we're definitely new to, to video and YouTube. But uh, before that, when we got married, we bought a house and we got really into figuring out how to do things ourselves. So some of that was like, right. oh, there's a leak like let's crawl into the attic and see if we can fix it because we don't want to pay a plumber and some of that was we you know need a side table and (laughs) like we we don't want to buy one let's see if we can build one yeah um and then we were also planning our wedding at the time so we did a ton of diy stuff for that and that got us hooked into it and we um from all that started a blog um, okay. Just kind of like as a side hobby, nothing ever that we really pushed that seriously. Um, I mean, from from that, like it, it kind of got it kind of got pushed to the side. And then recently, last year, we started thinking that we want to get back into creating content in some way. We got into doing some product design. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, we, for the product design, just jumping in here, yeah. I just called up West Elm one day and I said, "Hey, we make stuff. Can we show it to you guys?" And they're like, yeah. Wow. And that was that. Yeah, and we were like, great. Oh, yeah, they were like, can you can you bring a few examples? And we were like, yes, we definitely have examples. We had we didn't we had actually yeah. made anything yet. Um, but, yeah, so we started getting into that. And then that also led us to, to YouTube because we wanted another creative outlet. And we didn't really want to go back to doing just the blog. We were really mm-hmm. intrigued by video just because it was a, it was a way that we had always learned really right. well from from watching videos so had you guys like, started the blog like pretty much right after you bought the house and everything yeah we started it, it was in 2013 yeah. so it was pretty mm-hmm. much when we bought the house okay um, so when so you were doing how that how how serious would you say or not, i guess not serious but um how many just just look at it in terms of like how much work you're putting into it how much work were you putting into the blog like at maximum compared to now how much work you're putting into the content creation stuff on YouTube. <laughs> nowhere near. Yeah, nowhere, <laughs> okay. nowhere near. So it was um, more like hobbyish, and this is more aspirational in terms of like building yeah. something that could mm-hmm. be a career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely hobbyish. Um, uh-huh. Whereas this is something that we found that we like a lot more. So we're really like literally putting all of our time that we're not at work goes mm-hmm. into creating yeah. videos. And I guess yeah, I how that goes. Going backwards a little bit, I'm not sure if we described what we do for. Oh yeah, work. oh yeah, that <laughs> that's one of the big components. Shouldn't have let me answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> she just went for it. But um, I'm a I'm an engineer uh, doing product design for big oil companies and downhole tools and stuff like that. And I'm a graphic designer. Yep. And what what do you go? Oh, oh oh I thought you meant for the channel. Oh, <laughs> Just in general. Yeah, not what yeah, you do our, for our work. day jobs right <laughs> now. Crazy face. <laughs> <laughs> but um, another part of that is both of us have experience with freelance work. Okay. And um, Caitlin started the blog when she had a small amount more time when she was freelancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now we we both have full time jobs and we're trying to do our channel on the side, but to. To go back to like what we do in terms of the channel, it's mm. like DIY projects that are hopefully um, not super intimidating to other people. We consider ourselves kind of, you know, beginner to mid skill yeah. in in terms of this stuff. Well, Evan's higher on the on the on the skill end than me, <laughs> probably. We can. Um, the, the the nice thing is we can both do any 
part of all of this. I'm faster at some things, and she's faster at some things. Would you guys say that since, okay, so you're an engineer, you're a graphic designer, right, Caitlin? Is that mm-hmm. what you said? Yeah. So then do you think that you are kind of like the art side and the construction side, or does it all kind of mix together? It kind of mixes, I would say. Because mm-hmm. I mean, both of us are into art, and both of us into, are into making. I mean, uh-huh. I think that Caitlin started doing art when she was, for forever, she has books and books full of her art. Mm-hmm. And I consider myself a bit of an artist, too. I like painting and doing art. Yeah, um, but in, I guess in terms of the video mm, creation. Yeah. Um, here, let's say, here, let, let's just uh, kind of pretend that there's like a hypothetical project that you guys are working on. So say you guys were going to design a, a coffee table. Like how do you, does a typical project go for you guys? Do you kind of work on the design together or does somebody mm-hmm. start it? How do you guys go about that type of stuff? If there even is one way. I mean, you know, there could be a multitude of ways. Yeah, mm. yeah. Usually we'll both do some sketches and we'll sit down together and kind of sketch things out together and just uh, kind of get an idea of the general design. And then Evan will usually take that into, uh, you know, we've used SolidWorks Solid mm-hmm. or like we've started using Onshape some now mm-hmm. and model it up and see if it actually works and see how much material we need and, you know, what our cut list is. And see what type of joiner it needs. See if yeah. it's something that we or our audience could do. Um, I'm excited to get into more joinery, but it's still a bit of an intimidating thing. Yeah, we're still <laughs> learning stuff. Um, but yeah, so we'll do, that's kind of how we'll come up with the design. And then usually Evan will come up with more of like the build plan. Like first we're going to make these cuts and we're going to join these pieces and then we're going to glue up these pieces, etc. Uh-huh. Um, and then I, I kind of come up with more of how we're going to tell the story of how this thing is being built and like shot lists we need and uh i do most of the well we both do again but Mm -hmm. um, i probably do more of the like camera setup and i think that's good that you guys are like taking leads in different areas i think that's a lot more efficient of a way to go about it than each of you doing half of everything Mm because you're obviously you're going to have your strengths and your weaknesses and you know, you want to make the most of, of whatever your given skills are. Yeah, mm. for sure. Especially when time is super tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Caitlin does all the editing pretty much. She's really good at timing everything and getting everything perfect. If it was mm-hmm. me editing, I'll just kind of slap things in there. <laughs> <laughs> it only takes me like 40 hours for a video. I don't know how long it takes, but it takes a long time. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it takes me a long time. It's funny because, yeah, you guys actually, your editing's really good. It's, um, wh- the, like, the most common mistake I would say that most people make is that they can't edit themselves down enough. They, you know, something that should be a three-second shot is a six-second shot, and something that should be a 15-second shot is a one-minute shot. And you guys are pretty quick in the way that your projects go about. Like, you're not hanging on anything for too long. It's, it's just the right amount, but... To do that, ironically, takes a really long time. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'd probably take a lot less time if I just slapped a few cuts together and called it good. Yeah, I think, I can't remember the exact quote, but there's a saying, it's something like, like, I wrote long because I didn't have time to write short. Basically saying that mm. it takes uh, longer to, to be concise than it does to be long because you're just taking everything I have and there it is. But yeah, you guys do a really good job with that. So compliments Thanks. to Evan and Caitlin. Thank you. We did a lot of research. We kind of, getting into all of this, we didn't fully know what we were getting into. So we kind of 
approach just like we would approach in the other problem. Lots of research, lots right. of planning and stuff. And We'd be watching YouTube videos, <laughs> like, like be at dinner with our families, and, like, after dinner, like, pull up our YouTube videos and be like, oh, yeah. we're, we're, we're doing research, I swear. Like, we're not being rude. <laughs> this is work. Someone, Do, uh... someone said on one of those videos, don't show anything for longer than it would take you to describe it simply. And I think that was one of the things that we used that's a good rule of thumb. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a pretty good rule of thumb. Yeah, I know. I mean, everybody has like a different philosophy that they bring to it. I think, I think Ben, I read or he was talking about it one time. He was basically saying like he doesn't hold on any shot for, I don't know if it was like a set amount of seconds or if it was like that, but I know his thing is like real quick, like, you know, mm -hmm. as long as it should take somebody to digest it and no more. And obviously yeah. his videos are, you know, he can, he can cut them down pretty good. He gets a lot of, you know, he gets a lot of information yeah. out there really quick. So mm -hmm. yeah. when you guys were doing that research for, you know, you were planning out your YouTube channel, were there any like particular channels or YouTubers that you looked most to? Casey Neistat it was <laughs> yeah. a huge, uh -huh. huge inspiration just in terms of his timing and just um, like the editing clever, and the style and stuff. Yeah. Clever cuts and clever editing and good music and all that. Well, I think um, another thing is we, we kind of wanted to do a little bit of what you do, too. Tell the story yeah. behind mm -hmm. why and what we're doing and make it a little bit more uh, about connecting with your audience on that, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's me and Casey always lumped together. <laughs> Kings of YouTube. No. <laughs> so... I guess, yeah, one, I don't know if I already mentioned it, but one of the reasons I wanted to have you guys on is because you guys are so new to it that I thought you could probably provide a good perspective to a lot of people listening. Because I think that a lot of people that listen to us, you know, you have some people that just enjoy making, and then I think you have other people that enjoy making and also maybe have aspirations of maybe, you know, putting their stuff out there more or starting a channel or whatever. So I don't know if you guys want to just talk about what your experience has been like so far, maybe some of the obstacles or frustrations that you've had. So, you know, feel free to cut loose. Yes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's all very fresh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still very much learning and tackling those obstacles. Um, well, I mean, you guys have been doing, so you guys, you said you started in March. So like what, three yeah. months or something. Was it that yeah. recently? Mm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was That's it's really the end recently. of March too. Yeah. Well, so yeah. Took, 24th. We took, Y'all's advice, I'm not sure if it was one of you guys who said it or all three of you guys that said it, but you were talking about releasing yeah. uh, multiple videos up front. Mm -hmm. And that made a lot of sense to us because that gives us time to work on our style and revise yeah. how we're going to go about things. And the first draft of our first video... Oh, so bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, maybe we shouldn't I, do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're like, maybe we should reconsider. <laughs> And shooting the first video took... It was, uh, it was our simplest project, and it took us so many days of shooting. And you can mm -hmm. just tell we had to reshoot, like, the Which one was it? scenes. It's the Ikea dresser hat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, the simplest project. Ironically, sadly, it's our highest viewed, which <laughs> is... That's how like, mine is right now, too, actually. Yep, your first project. <laughs> but your first was yeah. really good. Ours, not but so it's, much. But it's not as good. No, you know, I think that you guys actually came out of the gate really strong. Like, I can tell that you, and obviously I didn't see that first cut that never made it, but I, the Ikea, the video that you did put up came out really good. And you can tell that there's a lot of forethought and that you guys obviously have a style that'll keep evolving, but you kind of had a style coming in. It wasn't just mm -hmm. like, I don't know what I'm doing. Here it is. You can tell that there was a lot of thought that went into it. So how many videos did you end up launching with? Um, I think we had four or four. five. Four, oh, wow. Yeah, four. Mm -hmm. 
I think the plan was for six and a multi part series. And we got impatient. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I do think that doing that would be a huge piece of advice I'd give to anyone else who is um, considering launching a channel. One, because it uh, when, when people find your channel, they have more to look at than just yeah. your one piece. And two, you, it does give you a little bit of a chance to develop your style instead of releasing that first draft of that first video and regretting it later. <laughs> yeah. And I know another thing that I noticed about you guys is that you are very active, like especially, well, even now, but I was going to say right when you came out, in like, you know, commenting on people's things and mm-hmm. I would say eager but in like a natural way like you know how some people are like you can tell they're just out for themselves or whatever and they're <laughs> doing it and it's just like ah, oh, this is just to like try to butter people up or whatever but I feel like you guys do it in a very natural positive way I think that was something that was surprisingly fun about this I mean kind of my entire life I've been told look go network go network in the place where you want to go and mm-hmm. I didn't really like that it didn't feel right it felt like kind of you what you said not in genuine but right. kind of more forced forced, forced. And like and like self um benefiting right. yeah but i think that that's something special about this community it's it's a really great community i mean honestly going into this youtube making my mm-hmm. last experience with all the youtube comments and everything that was before the google plus integration and it was yeah <laughs> there, there used to be a lot of like mean anonymous commenters but okay. it, it seems like the um like just in general the making community is super awesome and so we genuinely do like interacting with people and getting to know people and there's several other um people trying to start channels that you know have started around similar times as us so it's fun to like talk with them and be like oh you're not yeah. sleeping either huh <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah you're kind of like in that fraternity with them yeah. yeah, exactly. I think you guys were talking about, like, YouTube graduating classes, you know? There was, like, yeah. Bob and uh, oh, yeah, David yeah. and... <laughs> yeah, it was, like, yeah. Mike and Get Hands Dirty or in yeah, the, like, Mike third Chris, wave yeah. of makers yep. or whatever. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That makes the fourth wave if we make it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You I guess guys, we'll see. Well, then, am I in the same wave as you guys, I guess? Or I don't, oh, I don't I'm, know. I'm, like, a year before you guys. That's yeah. I was the March before you guys, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're four and a half. Maybe I'm three and a half yeah. and you're fourth wave. I, can't, I came mm-hmm. in on an on a off cycle. <laughs> but going back to uh, starting a channel, um, jumping back a little bit, I think the thing that really convinced us to go for it was thinking about what would regret more, trying yeah. and failing or not trying and mm-hmm. kind of missing this opportunity. I still think, like what you guys were saying a few episodes ago, um, mm-hmm. I think that there's still room in this community for new makers. Yeah. And uh, there's, I mean, there's tons of examples going on right now, new, new channels. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, I mean, I don't know if you guys have a thing that you think is your new, unique strength. To me, the unique thing is that there's two of you and it's a guy and a girl. So that gives a lot of opportunities for there to be different types of interactions. So mm-hmm. I don't know, what, what do you guys think your strength is? Or I guess maybe a better way to phrase it would be, what's your guys' kind of dream version of your channel and... Is it the same for both of you? Like, mm, is, do you think there's a version question. that's Caitlin's dream channel and there's a version that's Evan's dream channel? I think I think that there's a lot of overlap, but there are some few differences. I think mm-hmm. from basically as early as I was thinking about that, and that's pretty early, I always wanted to be an inventor, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, even as young as probably four or three. I mean, that's been my 
path and going into engineering and all of that has been along that path. So if I had um, no worries about budget or income or anything like that, right. I'd probably build up my shop to include every little thing I, I'd need to make anything and just make cool open source projects. Um, I'd look for opportunities where things are overpriced or you know the need is so small that it isn't being serviced and right. providing you know niche products like that mm-hmm. um and I'll, I'll probably go more that route this is much more um selfless sounding than me. <laughs> yeah, i'd make a bunch of money <laughs> <laughs> yeah just whatever makes the most um, no um i think like i have I like obviously have fun making things and I love seeing the result of what we made and having this thing that results from our effort. Um, But I have a lot of fun with just the like more story side of things and being Mm -hmm. silly. And Mm -hmm. um, I think it would be fun to, I guess, just get, get a lot more involved and do collaborations with people and do projects that you know I do I do still want to do stuff that like people would learn from but maybe projects that aren't as much of a straight up tutorial like we have been doing I think um I like David Pesciuto um was recently talking about going in this direction with his own channel and I think it'd be a fun direction to take where it's not a vlog necessarily but it's like just come and hang out with us while we make stuff and Mm, it's not as formal of as like we are going to make a table and Here's step one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um, so do you think like, kind of similar to like you guys did the live broadcast when you did the two by four challenge? So <laughs> like that, like that but or <laughs> but with less direction even. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it could it could be about that same direction. Like um, that, but with less repetitive planing loud okay. noises. Yeah, we picked a really bad video <laughs> to do live. <laughs> yeah. I mean, any pro- I always think about that um, because, yeah, I mean, projects are really long. There's a lot of kind of boring stuff going on. Like, yeah. You're seeing you're seeing a, a a ten minute video is considered long form on YouTube, yeah. <laughs> and you're seeing a ten minute video of something that was like twenty five hours of work. Like, <laughs> you you can bet there's a lot of a uh, twenty four hours and fifty minutes of boring stuff that happened yeah. during that. But for us, there's there's a lot of things that we're really excited about that I I'm not sure if we're ready to announce yet, but. A lot of things that we're really excited about, new ideas that we're going to try out on our channel. Yeah, we're uh-huh. still we're still experimenting a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Just kind of seeing seeing what works. So let me ask you this: because you guys have, like, if you look at, I don't know, how many videos do you guys have? Like ten, maybe something like that, right now. And Ish, yeah, I think a few more. They're kind of across the board. You know, you have like home repair stuff, furniture type projects, mm-hmm. art things. I don't know, like more engineering, CNC or or three D printing things. Mm-hmm that are more technical. What do you guys have like a favorite type of thing that you'd like to be doing or do you want to keep it sort of all over the map within this space like it is now? I kind of like the approach that um, Bob and Jimmy are doing. They're kind mm-hmm. of just going after the thing that they're working on now and not limiting themselves within a specific category. That seems the most appealing to me. Right. Yeah, I think I think we're more jacks of all trades and not masters of one so uh-huh. just continuing to try out different stuff that interests us and seeing where that goes would be the yeah. most fun at least <laughs> and hopefully you know making people laugh entertaining them and helping them learn something along the way that's that's kind of the goal that yeah. we have yeah i think there's like definitely a really high ceiling for you guys because of the whole 
guy-girl dynamic and being able to interact and, and bring that different quality to it that there isn't really anything doing that in the space right now. And then, like you said, having interests that are kind of all over the board within the space obviously opens you up to a lot bigger of an audience than if you just said, nope, I do woodworking and furniture design, kind of like what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, that's that's limiting for us too. But also, I have a a question for you. Have you ever thought about like bring your wife or your your son or anything in like oh, yeah. into the videos i know we've seen like little glimpses and such mm-hmm. so i actually recorded one with my wife over christmas break and so my whole purpose was i always try to stress to people that like when i get the comment that people are like oh man i wish i was as good as you at doing this i always tell them like i'm not that good you could do this and so i was like all right i'm gonna take my wife who has never built anything really and i'm gonna have her do it so we built this modern mailbox together and it came out really good and I have all the footage and like every once in a while I'll sit down to edit it and I'll just be like, oh, I can't piece this together because the style is so different. Um. And so I really regret the way that I did it because I did it more where it was like, okay, I'm going to like tell you about this machine and how to use it for safety and then we'll go through the steps of making it. And so what ended up happening was there's like a lot of funny like interactions between us, but mm-hmm. the camera work is kind of boring. It's just kind of stagnant shots. Mm. And now in hindsight what i wish i had done and what i might do again if i can talk her into it is just have her build something and i'll just film it the same way that i would film any of my videos and then maybe i'll have her do the voiceover or maybe i'll do the voiceover just like i do and kind of the story will be that i'm having my wife do this who doesn't have any experience to show you that you know yeah you can really do this it really is just a series of simple steps that you know when you see them all come together at the end it seems complex but there's no one thing in there that's really all that complex so i mean that is something that i definitely do want to do and then probably my son as well as he gets older but you make him build a project too yeah i'll just (laughs) i'll make him film and build and i'll just be like (laughs) drinking iced teas in the hammock (laughs) <laughs> well, that's perfect. Now, now you've committed to this audience. Now you're going to have to do it, and I'm, I'm really it. looking forward to it. It's on tape. <laughs> no, I, I definitely do want to do the the. I was calling it the wood wife. That's what I was going to call it. Like I thought of it could be like. I thought it could be like a whole separate series, but it there just. I don't know if I can put it out the way that it is. And I guess I can just chalk that whole experience up to making a demo of what I don't want it to be. Because I want it to, I I think if I do it the other way, it'll more naturally appeal to the people who already watch me. And Mm -hmm. I think that it will also can appeal to other people that are maybe intimidated more or maybe bring in more of a girl audience. I don't know, because if I don't know if that works or not, but if you see a girl doing it, maybe other girls are more inclined yeah. to want to try or to, to get interested in it. But um, also along that same question, you know, even if it is still just me doing it, there are plenty of other things that I want to try. It's just, I feel like I have a personality where if you give me one thing, I can stretch it out and do a lot of things. So right now, like with just the techniques that I know and just woodworking, I feel like there's so many more ideas that I have mm-hmm. that I want to get down on video. It's just a matter of like finding the balance of finding those times to incorporate new things. And I know as soon as I do, it's going to open up a whole floodgate of other ideas. And then just making sure that you don't like veer off completely onto that path, but that you just integrate it. Like, more do you want to do all the side quests and find everything or do you just go straight straight down the main quest? Grand Theft Auto in real life. (laughs) Oh Lord. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so 
to go back to you guys being beginners, I know, so we've talked about what your experience has been so far. Mm -hmm. What have been some of like the frustrating things? I don't think we hit on that yet. Yeah. Um, Expectation versus reality. Yeah, that's definitely (laughs) the the biggest one for me is expectations versus reality. Even though we try to go into this with, you know, reasonable expectations and tell ourselves Uh there's tons of really amazing YouTubers out there that who, you know, who have really big channels and we're little, you know, you still, when you put out that next video, you're like, this is our best one and it's going to be amazing and you know, it's, it's yeah. going to go big. And, you know, like yeah. part of you always hopes for that. And I think it's just getting used to, I guess, just accepting to a certain extent that the it's a slow grind in the beginning. Um, yeah. I mean, we'll an average day for us, we'll get like between 10 and 30 subscribers, you know. Right. And um, it's all relative. So, I mean, there's people yeah. out there that have been going for a lot longer than you that would, you know, would kill to have. 10 or 30 new subscribers every day Mm. and that's that's the thing we try to remind ourselves is like even though you know it's never going to be as fast as you want it to be personally um Mm -hmm. but it's still good progress we're still we're growing faster than we were when we first started you know so you're just comparing ourselves to our a few months ago selves yeah Um, i mean I, I always just think of it like okay so if you had 30 new subscribers a day it's just cool when you think about it in terms of that means every day there's 30 new people who are discovering you. Yeah. Mm. That's pretty crazy to think yeah, about. Really I mean, cool. that's a lot of people when you think about it. Like, when you like, in picture terms of, them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you picture those people in an audience. So uh, what are you guys at? Like 1,700 or something yeah. like that? So, I mean, that's pretty good for only a couple months. And mm-hmm. it, if you guys keep doing what you're doing, it's definitely going to ramp up at some point. Um, it seems like, I don't know, there's like kind of like tipping points that you hit, I think. Yeah. And yeah like you were saying, like, you know, you put out a project and you think like, oh, this is our best one yet. And then maybe it doesn't do so great. But on the converse or, you know, on the other side of that, someday I'm sure there's going to be a project where you're like, oh, let's put it out there. And then that one blows up. And, (laughs) you know, (laughs) (laughs) like the one where like I didn't put on makeup and we were super sweaty. Like that's going to be the one. (laughs) That's the one. People love sweat. Ironically, we, uh, we, before we started our YouTube channel and everything, we were messing around with social media and we had uh-huh. a few things go really big before we had the YouTube channel go in place. Just like yeah. really bad tutorial things on Reddit. Like from early uh-huh. blog days, we were like, let's test out posting stuff on Reddit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we had like two projects make it, was it both make it to the front page? Two to the front page. Two made it to the front page. We didn't have the YouTube channel yet. They were like yeah. old, crappy, bad photo projects. They both had to do with cats. So. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you get that cat demographic in there. I yep. know. That's the demographic we really need to Well, you guys did do the scratching post <laughs> one. We did. Yeah. We tried. We were like, tried. yeah, this one's going to soar to the front page. No. Nope. <laughs> you can't predict the internet. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, I guess that, yep. that is a big part of it. Uh, going back to like reality versus expectations is reminding yourself that you can't always predict the internet mm. and it's it's you can try to put out things that you think will be good but um you know yeah. kind of giving up a little bit of that need mm. for control and the the best thing about this too is in a way going before we even started we knew that okay even if this doesn't blow up or whatever we're okay and we're happy with that because yeah. it's all stuff that we like to do. It's all things right. we have fun with. And sometimes we're out there in the garage working together and we look at each other and we're like, this is, <laughs> we're, 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 this is work. We're working right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. And it's a, it's a great work. feeling. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it, it's funny, yeah, especially because you guys do it together. I'm trying to imagine if me and my wife were in this, not that she's not in it with me, but, you know, on camera with me, literally. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, what would that be like? Because on one hand, it would be awesome because it would be, I mean, I know she, she knows that it's work for me and she treats it like work. She gives me my time to, to go out there and, and she sacrifices a lot of, you know, doing more of the child rearing than I do, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, sometimes I think it would be easier. Like if I came in covered in dirt, like, you know, if I was out digging ditches, it's easier to sell that as work when I'm like, well, yeah, I, technically this is my hobby and it is what I enjoy doing, but it's still work. I don't know. Sometimes yeah. that's a, a hard argument to have. So it's cool that you're in it together. You don't have to worry about that but on the same time I wonder kind of going back to the point I already brought up in some ways it is nice being on your own because you have your own sovereignty in terms of choosing what you Mm want to do and Mm -hmm. what you like to do where I don't I mean how much is there compromising between you guys or do you feel like everything that you do is something that you're both genuinely excited about or is it like oh this is more of an Evan project and this is more of a Caitlin project all of them (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, all of them. Well, I will say I was slightly hesitant about the 3D printing one mm-hmm. um, because that's definitely more Evan's domain. And, and right. me thinking of it from the editing point of view, I was like, how are we going to make this interesting? <laughs> yeah. Like, to like you know, not that it's not interesting, but, you know, something that's a software tutorial. It's easier yeah, it's more it technical. Te- yeah, it's, it's more technical. Mm-hmm. Um, but. But most stuff, like, we're both pretty excited about. Yeah. Um, and and a lot of it is, is oh, sorry. A, a lot of it's, like, stuff we're making for our house. So it's like, oh, yeah, we want that. Like, that's going to look right. awesome, you know. Um, yeah. An- another thing is having someone in the same place as you to bounce ideas off of helps yeah. every single aspect of this yeah. i mean there isn't anything that i do that i don't pass by caitlin yeah and vice versa vice versa so it, it really is like the the name evan and caitlin is perfect because there isn't any part of this that isn't both of us mm-hmm. why'd you have to put yourself first well, yeah. <laughs> actually actually it's harder it's a little harder to say caitlin and evan yeah it is i think evan and caitlin evan and caitlin Maybe rolls off the tongue a little better and it's alphabetical yeah. order, i guess so yeah, there's so. lots of reasons for it yeah. But there, go, going back to the working together, you know, there are definitely things where, you know, we, we split up and I might work on the plans that we're going to release and Caitlin might do some video editing. So uh-huh. we have that autonomy. And in a way, I think Caitlin does have the final call when it comes to editing and I have the final call when it comes to something. But none of, neither of us have ever, like, used that power <laughs> in a way. <laughs> Yet. <Put her> down. <laughs> I'm playing the editing card. Yeah. just only oh, no, edit in like really all the bad. parts that yeah just like every single mess up that's all i'm putting in of you yeah. <laughs> just gonna show me doing the whole project like just cut me out tripping. <laughs> yeah. well i guess that's kind of the fun part i guess if if you enjoy editing and that challenge is taking something that could be a harder story to tell and making it digestible yeah. and entertaining yeah mm. yeah no definitely it ended up being a really good exercise I mm-hmm. think yeah trying to make and I think and, that and there's also it, it was something that I didn't really understand too well like I had never used on shape before we did that tutorial so just kind mm-hmm. of the same way that um you were talking about you know using your wife as an example of hey if you even if you don't know how to do this 
you can figure it out. We kind of right. tested it out on me yeah. to see if I could learn it. And Caitlin um, right. got it in like 10 minutes. I was like, Boom. what the heck? <laughs> I did all this work to figure out CAD and she just got it. <laughs> it took me like three years. <laughs> so now now we need to work on you. We need to get you over to some some new CAD system. I think Ben's oh. given him enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> dead horse, I know. <laughs> you know, I was listening to, they were talking about it on, on Wood Talk today. They had Bob on as mm-hmm. a... Um, a guest host. And so they asked a question about SketchUp. Basically, the person was saying that he had an instructor that told him, don't even bother learning it because it's not good for 3D modeling. And Bob said, well, first off, so all the wood talk guys use SketchUp because Mm -hmm. it makes sense, I think, from a woodworking point of view. It's very easy to use. And I don't know, just I I find that it works very intuitively. And that's what they kind of all said too. Bob said he uses it for all his projects. And he also said that it's fine for 3D modeling. So I don't know. Yeah. It's a. Go ahead. I, 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 I'm giving you a hard time, but at the same time, <laughs> I have all these 3D editing programs. I mean, yeah. I we I, I haven't gone. Engineering stuff. <laughs> yeah. I haven't published too much on YouTube yet, but um, I really like 3D modeling. I've done some uh, really, I I think fun work modeling like geometric low polygon. Uh, mm-hmm. animals and stuff like that and very specific examples <laughs> yeah <laughs> but oh, just like some for, things for... like uh geometric deer heads <laughs> <laughs> yes but um i understand that there's a, a tool for everything and sometimes yeah. for a single project i might move from one program to another to another to another and it's ridiculous but it works really well yeah each has their own mm-hmm. specialty yeah right so. yeah i think it's a uh... so sketchup i, I mean it's well, just like, yeah. uh, I think. you know, you wouldn't say that getting a small table saw is useless. Get a bigger one because it's better. We could say, well, the small one I can take with me to the job site. So everything mm-hmm. has their, yeah. everything has its purpose. And, you know, some things might be more tailor-made for specific applications, but I don't know. And that's why I need all these tools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's another good thing about you guys working together. There's no having to justify tool purchases, right? Caitlin understands clamps. <laughs> We need more clamps. Yeah. We do. We actually do need more clamps. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Mm. Like you see some woodworkers, they have so many. I actually don't have that money for. Uh, I would like to have more, but I don't know. They would just end up all over the place. Like I have like one yeah. rack full, and I'm like, okay, this is enough for me for now. I guess if yeah. you started doing more like production type work, where you're like yeah. having to make like three of something at the same time, then then it probably gets pretty crazy, and and especially you know you're trying to turn things over for customers or whatever, then it makes yeah. sense to have even more. But yeah, you can have too many. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to buck and, the trend. That, that's the specific example that we ran into. We were making the uh, two by four side table and we wanted uh-huh. to do all three slab glue ups in one night, but we did them one by one because not enough makes clamps. More sense. Yeah. Well, and it ended up only being two slab glue ups. Oh yeah. We yeah. That's why you guys did the four <laughs> legs instead. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, any like projects coming up that you guys are particularly excited about, or that you feel comfortable talking about? Mm-hmm. Breaking news. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, tell tell them about the um cat. Oh, shirt. this is this isn't really. I don't think this really counts as a project. But no, we but it's did fun. It, like last night, but um, we had been chatting with William Osmond on uh, one of his recent videos, like in the comment section, and basically ended up we made a cat shirt for him (laughs) (laughs) based on uh, like an animation he made in the in the video. Um, 
yeah, funny, funny side project, but co- yeah. up- upcoming stuff. Yeah, so that's um, just, that won't be a full video. That's just going to be social media stuff. Yeah, and it's okay. kind of already done. So yeah. I don't know if <laughs> um, but we're in the middle of a build right now of a candle holder tea light dispenser. Yeah, it's like a it's like a candle holder for tea lights, but built into uh-huh. it is a dispenser for the tea light. So it's kind of like a they like pop up like pezzes or something. That was one of the ideas. That, that, that was my first one. It... Like that was like springs and like, like yeah. mechanical mechanisms. It's like but... Pez, but gravity does the work. So yeah, not. I'm picturing like a like a menorah. So you'd have like eight of them and just like all different <laughs> character heads on it. So you can just like pull them up and pop out little candles. Yeah, these is are, that what it was? Um, That's what it is, huh? I just yeah, <laughs> dang it, now we're gonna have to change it. <laughs> what about um, like any but, like big like kind of like dream projects that you'd like to try, but maybe like you feel like you're not there yet, or you don't have the time yet, or? Well, I'd love to reach out to Rockler and get a Murphy bed kit mm-hmm. potentially, and and turn even more of our house into workspace. Yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah. we want to um, turn your like... room into a Murphy bed. Or a guest room. <laughs> no. A guest bedroom, uh, yeah. A guest, yeah. A, a guest room and um, do, like, really, like, cool, nice-looking built-ons on either side and make them really functional mm-hmm. and turn that room basically into, like, another shooting area. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because we are increasingly needing more spaces we can make videos and build stuff in and less spaces for guests to sleep. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if I would call that a dream project, but it's, like, a slightly bigger one. You know, usually the stuff we do is... Um, it has been historically on the smaller side, so it's a bigger yeah. one for us. I mean, a, a, a big, heavy-duty dream project would be a super workbench with, like, all the crazy everythings, like clamps everywhere, leg vices. This is a peek into Evan's brain. This is Evan's dream project. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I'd love to have, like, every feature of every workbench rolled into one workbench. Yeah, no, like that would be awesome. Like, flip tops and grooves and clamps, and it's all super heavy duty. It weighs 500 pounds, and you can crash a car into it, and the car would be damaged type. <laughs> things, the workbench you know? is fine. Yeah. I guess you do it. <laughs> but, I, mean, um, you have, I mean, I could see yeah. something like that being really popular. You should go for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, like, the the to me, the, the planning aspect of that is, to me, like a long-term project. Like, mm-hmm. I want to, like, queue up 10 workbench videos and kind of take inspiration from all of those and wrap it up into one. We'll just binge. Yeah. Most people binge on Netflix. We'll just binge on workbench videos. And yep. Binge bench. Yeah, yeah binge, binge bench. A bench binge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but plus another, another project we'd want to do is um, upgrade our shop. It's uh, really getting hot in Texas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's getting really Could imagine. Hot. So we're trying to figure out ways... Like, if we add AC to our garage, that means we're going to have to keep the door closed, which normally yeah. we shoot with the door open. So how can we make our garage more interesting to shoot in, even if it's just a closed garage? So we yeah. have some pretty, I don't know, I think interesting. Out of the box out ideas. Out of the box ideas. Yeah. Our garage might look very different. So honestly, like, pretty much right after this, we're going to head to Home Depot. And get some and supplies. Get some supplies. <laughs> Nice. We go to Home Depot way too much. They just basically know us <laughs> there. Know like, guys. oh, these guys. Are hey, I'm in a <laughs> The people with the camera. Yeah. Our camera, like, always oh, you guys document case. every trip? <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, we don't always document it, but we have it in case we need to document yeah. it. You never know when there's going to be a documentable moment. <laughs> Plus, when we were fixing up our house, we did oh, not yeah. know what we were doing. We would head there three times per project. Would say, yeah, that's how oh, just, just replace yeah. You know, rusted galvanized pipes in the attic, and then three yeah, trips to Home Depot later at eleven at night, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I understand you guys prepared a hypothetical question. 
Ah, yes. Should we yeah. jump I just into had those? I a moment of panic. Like, what? what was our hypothetical again? <laughs> oh, I have one. I'm, well, here, no, we'll we, edit we that. Yeah, yeah. Kay- Kay- Caitlin, go for it. Okay. Okay. Gonna, gonna show it to me because you forgot it. I forgot it. <laughs> no, I know okay. the gist. She has okay. it better, though. Okay, so hypothetical. So two different scenarios, and you can choose one of these one of these paths. All right, would so, you rather? Yeah, yeah, would you, uh, would you rather? So one is you, no matter what, get, like, full design creative control um you you so you get to make whatever you want basically but you're doing it for other companies and other people and you don't get to share your designs like on youtube as your own yeah, so basically okay. you just like companies come to you and they say chris you're so wonderful at design just design anything for us you can yeah build do whatever you want benches tables whatever and, and this and is my just, job so like yeah, I'm, that's your professional i'm yeah. being paid to do this now yeah, yeah. so you like okay. Like, money isn't an object in either of these scenarios. Ignore money. Okay. It's just about what you do day to day. But and, you can't okay. do any YouTube or social media or teaching or anything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other side is doing what you do now, like continuing uh-huh. on with, with YouTube and kind of seeing where that path takes you. We could even say and, you could do it full time. Okay. Oh, yeah. Full so, time. Yeah, so either way, so we'll say this is way. my full time job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, like, it's getting down to, like, like the thing that excites you the most. Is it the straight-up design? Because I know you've mentioned you love the design part. Uh-huh. But without the sharing and the video so, making and all of those. In the sharing situation, I don't get to create the design? Oh, uh, no, you, you're still going to create the design. You get to create it, but being someone, you know, creating for an audience okay. on YouTube that expects certain things, like, you're still – there's still limitations because you have to mm-hmm. Okay, I see what you're wants. saying. Whereas before, hmm. with the other, you can do literally whatever you want. So in the one situation, I can do whatever I want, and I get paid to do it, but nobody knows that I'm doing it besides me yes. and the company. And yeah. in the other situation, I still can do whatever I want, but it has to cater to my audience. Hmm. I think that it needs to become more strict, because I feel like in the one situation, it's just kind of what I'm already doing. You know, where I'm basically, I I feel like it should be in the other situation, you get to share it, but there has to be like, maybe you're making it for a client with demands or something like that. Mm, So like, it's more in the box of, of, you can't just do whatever you want. So if that was the case, I think I would go the first situation because Mm. I, I do enjoy putting it out there and like being a part of the community and everything. But when I got into making things, that wasn't even like on the table. That's just like Mm -hmm. become something now. But I really did it for the creativity of just like wanting to explore my own ideas. And so I think I would rather have the freedom to do whatever I want and get to explore my own ideas, even if I didn't get to share them with the world. And I guess I could just have like a quiet dignity in knowing that they're making it out there, (laughs) even though the people don't know that I'm doing them. Yeah. What about you guys? I, I, I predicted that. You I knew it. That, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you know me too well, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should, do you guys want to do my hypothetical or do you yeah. guys have an answer yeah, yeah. to that? Okay. So mine is not about making stuff. This is a okay. goofy one. Ooh, okay. So it's hard to choose the dollar amount, but I'm going to open up the floor with $3 million. Okay. So $3 million. Yes. Done. All right. <laughs> we'll see you next episode. No, 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 go for it. <laughs> My question is, do you want $3 million or zero? No. Okay, so for $3 million, would you wear white in every situation for the rest of your life? So this means every piece of clothing that you wear has to be white. Hats, belts, suits, dresses, 
glasses, frames, everything. And it doesn't matter the situation. So if you're going to a wedding, all white. Going to a funeral, <laughs> all white. And we'll assume that your clothes are paid for, so you don't have to buy all these fancy white clothes. And you can never explain yourself to anyone. So if you do, then you forfeit oh. all the money. So you're just going to have to walk around in all white. See, the answer was totally yes before you said that. But uh-huh. now that you said that, it's still yes. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I would do it. Because, <laughs> I mean, I think that the thing that's so exciting for us, um, you know, money doesn't buy happiness, of course, but money certainly helps. And, mm-hmm. and for us... It would just give us the freedom to to really... Maybe it would become our signature on YouTube. We yeah. just see those people like always getting very nice white clothes dirty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, if it was paid for, we could just... That could be a thing. Yeah. Could give totally me that white tuxedo. Thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be hilarious, actually. Okay. New plans forming. <laughs> now, now, do they make... Because like, we're, we're, we just took a welding class, too, so we're going to be getting into welding. We're going to have to get some specialty, uh, like, Some specialty, um, in all white. Flame white leather aprons suits. or whatever they wear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's no matter how ridiculous. So you'd have, like, white... Like, everything white. So, I don't know. You're going to the beach, you're in white sandals, and going <laughs> yeah. to a yeah. wedding, you're in white leather situation. shoes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that, I, that sounds pretty exciting. Ironically, um, you like it? I'd we, pay three million dollars yeah, to yeah. do this. <laughs> no, I, ironically, we know a guy that, I mean, he's now he's now wearing all all red. red he yeah. went through a while where he wore all white. It was just this thing. So like, I can kind of imagine it where it's like, you know, what, even if you don't explain yourself, eventually, like people just don't ask, and it's just yeah, your it's thing, just your you thing. You know, no one asks like, why are Evan and Caitlin like, why do they always wear all white? It's like, oh no, they just always wear all white. Yeah. See, you know, but that's what I always wonder. So I feel like the obvious question to these answers is an immediate yes. But then if you really think about like, okay, what would my life be like? Like, would I make new friends? Or if you were single, would, would I find somebody to be in a relationship with? Because you, it's just like, I don't know, you'd be that weird person that's always in white. Yeah, I mean, since we're already, I mean, then we don't do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys, you guys, I guess, yeah. I yeah, could, we're already uh, set. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys would both know, you, or you guys would figure it out, like, wait a minute, he's always in white. I can't tell him why. She's always in white, but I can't tell her why. Oh, so you guys would just we, figure we it out. Have each gotten $3 million? Like, uh, individually? I think since, you're, since you get the benefit of not having to explain yourself, it's just 1.5 each. Ah, shucks. <laughs> no, no deal. <laughs> I might do it. <laughs> All right, I guess uh, it is a good question, and I think probably yeah. a good place to wrap it up. Yeah. So, I, why don't you tell people where they can find you? Um, well, you can find us on YouTube. Just search Evan and Caitlin. We're mm-hmm. super easy. YouTube Evan and Caitlin. Instagram Evan and Caitlin. We just started a Patreon. Oh, which we haven't announced yet. Oh, I guess, I guess this we're is going to be coming out. Moment. Should I? We're Evan and you guys Caitlin. want me to edit it out? All right, no. <laughs> just leave it in there but like real subtly like we weren't trying to push it yeah oh yeah. Uh, yeah you know we have a patreon, just, uh, yeah. just a patreon. it's a little something if you want us to be able to eat food and <laughs> <your cat. laughs> um but no we're pretty much everywhere we're we're evan and caitlin so super easy to find us mm-hmm. youtube and Instagram you guys should start something that happy. one of the rewards can be if you guys get up to three million dollars you'll wear only white for the rest of your lives <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all right it's it's, it's gonna be there yeah, the reward that'll, tier. That'll be there. I hope that you plan on contributing. <laughs> I'm, At I'm least good for two point five million. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I think we can raise the rest on our own. Yeah. <laughs> Man, maybe I should do that too. Just see if you can like get a buzz around the internet and people are like, we got to do it. We got to get this <laughs> guy know. all in white. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. All right. So YouTube and uh, Instagram, best place to find you guys. Then. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. For sure. All right. Well. uh 
thank you for joining me today, unless you have any parting words. Yeah, thanks for having us. This yeah, is this awesome. has been awesome. Super fun. Cool. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Talk to All you right. later. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Evan and Caitlin. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this weekend edition. Thank you, Mike, for staying so quiet during that whole interview. You can talk now. That was tough, but I got to say, you did a great job. You did a really great job. So you just you just had nothing to add that whole time, huh? No, it was weird. I had I had a lot of questions written down, but they're in the exact order and the exact same questions you asked. So I just figured I would just be quiet. Yep. <laughs> I didn't well, have anything to add. I appreciate that. Just let me spread my wings and fly. Yeah. But Although anyway, I am yep. excited, though. Oh. I'm going to be able to get some uh, interviews here pretty soon. I'm going to get my first nice. one-on-ones at the uh, Oklahoma Woodworking event that we talked about on Thursday's podcast. Oh, cool. Um, so, yeah, should be fun. Look forward to some one-on-ones with Mike for the yeah. first time coming soon. You should do a one-on-one mic with Mark and you just talk to yourself. <laughs> I'm like a separate personality. Yeah, kind of like, like I'm like a douchebaggy version of myself or something. <laughs> just talk about yourself in the third person and also literally interview yourself. Exactly. It'll be a weird dynamic, but I'm <laughs> But into it'll be it. good. It'll be good. Yeah. You can really uh, dig deep. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. All right. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back on Thursday with another normal episode. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Modern Maker Podcast and subscribe and keep leaving those reviews. And we'll see you next week. Bye, Bye, everybody. Bye. That was Ben. (laughs) That's Ben. That's Ben. (laughs)